Hello and welcome to the Simp to Pimp podcast. I am your host, Max. And today I have a special guest with me. Please introduce yourself. Hello, everyone. My name is Colin. I'm Max's friend from, you know, back in university. Max and I are pretty close. I've been waiting to come on to this podcast. Yeah. Glad to have you, man. Thank you uh, for, you know, contributing. Um, So we've known each other for a long time, uh, basically since college. Uh, Now, obviously, freshman year of college, that was like quite a long time ago and uh today so where we're at right now you know uh you know just coasting <laughs> just coasting through just life just coasting enjoying the scenery and everything but you do have like uh I don't know man I'm here for you <laughs> thanks dude Let's I appreciate you they're sweet I love this podcast <laughs> <laughs> what's uh listen to this every day when did you start uh following the uh, hockey team when did you start becoming a fan mm, the Tampa Bay Lightning yeah Tampa Bay Lightning let's see I probably started becoming a fan of the Tampa Bay Lightning back in 2014 probably probably when I started going to college yeah right around here yeah I would say you started paying was, attention to everything yeah oh cause that yeah that first semester they, they had like they free pretty, tickets were, you could go to free yeah. tickets there yeah, yeah, yeah with, yeah, US, with the USF they had the free tickets and everything yeah. And when I was in like high school and everything before that, I was really just into soccer. That was the only sport I was into back then. Mm-hmm. But once I got to college, uh, the hockey team in the city was huge, and everybody was supporting it, and that was a lot of fun doing that. So I became a huge fan, and I actually, since I've been you know pretty good uh, poor and tight with money for a while, I never like. Bought a lot of uh, to... memorabilia or apparel from any of my no. favorite uh, sports teams from the city. Yeah, so, right around high school I stopped doing that. But I that. finally have some stuff, so. Fire, dude. Yeah, we're moving up. Yeah, you got a, you got a nice lightning jacket on now. I love it. It's very warm. I still haven't, I'm going to be honest, dude, I still haven't bought one. I've been holding out. Yeah. I haven't bought... I haven't bought a Bucks jersey in a long time. I haven't bought yeah. a freaking. Uh, I don't even have a Bucks t-shirt. You don't even have a Bucks t-shirt. Even after they won the Super Bowl, you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm not someone who's gonna like buy it just because they won yeah, the Super Bowl. I should. You know. <laughs> no. But I mean, I know a lot of people that do, and I don't have anything wrong with that. But like I said, I'm tired of money, and this lightning jacket was a gift. <laughs> Dude, fire! I, I have to it. get. I want to get lightning jackets so badly, bro. Or a lightning jersey. I gotta get. A, I have to get a lightning jersey, dude. Yeah. It's been too long. I need. I need to get a Bucks shirt or jersey. I yeah. mean, if I were to claim a football team, it would either be the Buccaneers or the Bengals. So yeah, and the, both those teams have been doing really well the last two years. And you know, growing up, I had a Cincinnati Reds jersey. Really, for the baseball team for the baseball team. Yeah, and I don't remember if I ever had a Rays jersey. So I think it's only right if Damn. I get a. Another TB. I did. I TV wore the Marlins for a while. I was never a huge baseball guy, though. Yeah. I had some Marlins stuff because they would do spring training. Or the Manatees, the Nationals, Washington yeah. Nationals, and then the freaking 
they would just bring training by where I lived. And then, uh, you know, the freaking, uh, Marlin, what are they? The Miami Marlins? Yeah. I think that's what they're called. I don't know. Like you said, I don't follow baseball that closely anymore. Baseball. I follow soccer the most, but. I followed soccer the most. What? I followed. I follow football pretty closely now, though. Especially in the NHL, try to follow the NBA a little bit, but. UFC, MMA, I kind of followed. I mean, I guess it was just what it was always on was basketball. My yeah. my dad was a huge basketball fan from Orlando Magic. He had oh, yeah. tickets to that. No, to that. I remember growing up actually before I even moved to Florida, that my brother liked the Orlando Magic. Really? Yeah, my oldest brother. Yeah, because they got I guess that first year they got Shaq. Yep. So that was a huge freaking thing. I don't even know if they they haven't won a title, have they? not sure honestly I, I, like it's I said, like I 20 years too closely. Like 20-30 years or I guess it was like damn the 80s was 50 years ago no 40 years <laughs> I'm so fucked up hey, that's pretty close though <laughs> yeah it'll be 50 years before you know it dude it'll be 50 years and like oh my god that's crazy I mean I wasn't born in the 80s or anything but it's just like <laughs> Everybody used to talk about the 80s, like, all the fucking time. Yeah, right. Now what happened to those people? (laughs) That's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, there's going to be a new age. There is. You just tell. Everything's just going crazy. (laughs) But, yeah, I am, like, pretty big Orlando Magic fan. I don't think I'm ever going to switch teams on that. Yeah. I mean, if Tampa gets a team, then I'll definitely be. Oh, uh, I'll definitely for be sure, dude. If we're like number man. three, especially if I can afford tickets to go, like that'd be. I would love that. Oh, dude, I would go to. I would go to those games. That would be the only way. I mean, I would be a huge, and then I would yeah. start hating Orlando. Yeah, <laughs> like even worse than. Yeah, because they'd be like our rival. <laughs> they would be our rival again. Miami, he'd be the rival. Oh, well, I don't know. We both play in the East. Because that's the thing. The thing is, you would need an East and a West team. Yeah. So the two West teams are L.A. or Seattle, or Las Vegas or Seattle. Yeah. So those have to be West teams. They would they would need to add another one to the East. And the best so far, the best option is Tampa. So it looks like they're going to get a Tampa team. Yeah. Like for sure. Yeah, man, that'd be fire. I love that. We need a soccer Can't team. Can't just get MLS too. We're gonna be a big city. This is humongous, bro. Dude. And then St. Pete's right across the bay, bro. What if we started doing... What if they made a stadium, like, in the bay? Like, a little floaty stadium. Floaty stadium. Like, or... I don't know. That's just, like, anchored to the ground, like, right right there. Yeah. And it can't... Like, you can't move it or some shit. And you just, like, walk into it. That would be be sick. That'd be quite a feat. Of engineering. That would be an insane, like, uh, design. Yeah, that would. You don't really need that. But it would, like, bridge the two uh, cities. No, that would be dope. I mean, thankfully, I live pretty close to the bridges, so I can get to both cities relatively quickly. You ever hear the stories? So, I'm reading Plato right now. And there's this one thing where they talk about Atlantis. Yeah. And how Atlantis was literally... It was a body of water, and then it was a ring. Yeah. <laughs> and then it, I've it was a body yeah. of water, and then it's another ring. I've seen that. Of, like, land and stuff. 
I'm just thinking, like, what if they make that into a, uh, like, a city again over in Tampa? Because the bay there, it kind of, it's almost shaped like that a little bit. You could literally get the different areas um, all hooked up. Like, and then you just, and then it goes, and then it transverses into the land again, dude. And you could easily get to it, to the ocean as well, probably. No, you could definitely do a similar concept, I think. If you, uh, but like I said, I feel like that'd be a quite a feat to do. Oh, it's gonna be for sure a crazy feat, dude. You're to keep that a afloat, lot of civil engineers, that, and of, yeah, you know. And I think the the and bay a lot of here, shifting of them, yeah, the bay here is a, it's a, like it's a good size for a bay, but I think relative to others, it's a kind of small. So yeah, you know, it would have to it would Atlantis have to be man made. Be yeah. the size of like what three miles? It's supposed to be three miles. Africa and Asia Minor, Asia Minor, yeah. combined. Holy Pretty shit! Big. Yeah, that's huge. Something like that, you know. If it was, yeah. But I you mean, know, I've read, I've read, I've read a lot like of, uh, you know, yeah, mythological things. <laughs> Growing yeah, up, you know, I loved theory. Greek mythology and yeah. shit like that. So did all my brothers. You're right. That does make uh, sense. So, but so, what's your honestly? Just what's your take on that? Like Almost. Atlantis. Atlantis. Where, would you, where do you think it was? Or like, or would you? Think I think if Atlantis was a place, you know what it sounds like is if who was it? I think Plato that wrote about it originally. Could have been somebody else. Honestly, I don't remember at this moment. And they said how big it was. I think they could have been exaggerating, and I think it could have been Crete in the middle of the Mediterranean. Because if you think about it, the kind of geography kind of sounds about right. Yeah, Greece. Mm-hmm. So like, Crete, and it's kind of the same area. Or Crete's like the middle yeah. of it, and then of Greece the is like yeah. part of the outer of it, and all the little islands. Right, Mediterranean. So, yeah, in the Mediterranean. I think if that was the city he was talking about. Atlantis was true. It would be around there. So and then also, like, I've also heard that people have, you know, geographical like evidence or some shit from like lidar maybe yeah. that <laughs> that, so that it could be like out in the Atlantic Ocean or some shit. Yeah, that it's gonna emerge or some shit, right? I don't know. I don't know about <laughs> that stuff. That stuff's all crazy. It sounds like though. conspiracy theory to me. That's a lot of conspiracy <laughs> theory. A lot of movement. I think stuff. it would be in the Mediterranean. I do know. Um, there's another popular theory out there that literally just came from or the that, Or that North America, is it? Um, no, that it's... Uh, there's this little uh, structure in in the Sahara Desert over in Africa, like the bottom left side of Africa, like before... Um, this, this is the only way this theory makes sense, is that... So, the, there was like a huge flood... And, like, this crazy amount of water was surfacing over the land, like, everywhere in the world. And the Sahara Desert was actually an ocean or, like, a giant gulf or something. Yeah. And that's why the sand is so broken down, why it's going on for so long. And there's this little structure in the, like, over on the southeast, southwest side of... uh, Africa. I forgot what it's called. I forgot what the structure is called, but it's um like that would be a good place to see the uh like Atlantis and you can just go and 
drive around there. Yeah. But there, like the thing is, there's so many different theories about that area. Like you don't really um, know what Atlantis was or what we could. We can't even like. I mean, dude, all these conspiracy theories <laughs> is just like imagination. It's fuel for yeah. imagination. You can like. I saw yeah when I, you know, when I was listening to some of your past podcasts. I. Uh, heard you talking about conspiracy theories and I thought you know I may not believe any conspiracy theories but it is certainly fun to talk about them dude yeah it's fun I guess they kind of like reveal things about people yeah too like how uh, yeah I mean don't get me wrong like certain things are possible there's a lot of things that are not impossible but are they likely uh, yeah. Not. Yeah, man. The, that's the whole thing. That's why. Uh, but this is coming from somebody with you know a math background, so it's all about probability. Right? So. <laughs> physics. You had a physics background. Oh my gosh, dude. So there's uh, <laughs> there is one like even more annoying thing. There's another layer to that that you don't even know like people tell you lies and do stories and stuff but then like you can go on YouTube and there's guys that literally just fake their entire they like they pay for a scene it's supposed to appear like it's a real thing and it's not even like a real thing on top of that like you're just faking online your online presence or who you are as a person in reality versus like how people see you in the metaverse of of the internet and it's like oh my gosh like yeah there, there's so many layers to just uh, to the online people persona. lying, yeah, and people lying all together, yeah. It's like damn, and doing it online is getting you know more people are learning how to do it. Let's just say that. Oh yeah, there's people trying their hand at it right now, dude. Oh yeah, people are. It's so crazy, it and you know. But people, yeah, it's honestly, it's almost like a. Almost like a natural instinct for, you know, people to lie in certain situations yeah, when they're, you know, anxious to tell the truth. I guess that's what it is. I mean... Or if they benefit if from, pers- it, from lying, yeah. you know? And like, sadly, a lot of people benefit from lying in many circumstances, so they, so they do it. That is so crazy. And it hurts other people. Yeah, I mean, obviously they lied for their own benefit. They're not lying to help the other person. It's usually yeah. the fucking case. Yeah, they're not uh, anything. Everyone they're talking about, they're talking about somebody else. They just fucking lie, or uh, it's it's like gossip about you know. If you ever, yeah. dude, I see this the most in the workplace. When I go to the really? workplace, and there's people freaking hating each other. <laughs> I mean, not even at my. I mean, I don't. Even, I shouldn't even talk anymore. <laughs> but yeah, there's a good uh, amount of it. Just, just in everyday life, the more you interact with somebody or anybody, uh, the more like they want to put on a persona for like somebody else. Yeah. No, I I agree. We do run into that a lot nowadays, but you know, everybody uh, has their own problems, and everybody's trying to work through it in their own ways. And honestly. This is how I feel about a lot of things in life, but if you're not hurting anybody else and it's helping you, then go ahead and keep doing it. Yeah. If it's not hurting anything, 
not doing anything bad, not hurting anybody else, then Who I don't cares? really care. Yeah. You know, as long as you're doing all right. I'm just like, you know, like, make your jokes and have fun, you know. Nobody can really tell you what to do at a certain point. As long as you're not interfering with anybody else's life. <laughs> you know, in any way. Yeah, dude. That's how it should be. I agree with that. Like, if you're doing something that other people don't really agree with, but it benefits you in a positive way, where you're not really seeing any side effect or any, you're not really, yeah, no you know, remorse, there's no downside there's, for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not hurting anybody else. Nobody else even knows. <laughs> you know? Like. Why would I even, like, cause a scene or a problem or lie? Yeah, like, then, like, you should be allowed to do it if it benefits you in a positive way. It doesn't impact anybody else. At all. <laughs> At all? <laughs> Never. Because that's when the conversation ends. Right there. <laughs> when. <do> you... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Come on, I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. You're like one of my best friends. <laughs> Dude, you're one of my best friends. Dude. I'm glad uh I'm glad, you know, a lot after college, you know, a lot of people moved away from the area and I'm glad you sticked around though. Bro, I think you stuck around. I my thought grammar's I was... poor. I'm not I'm not an English major. I thought I was going to uh have to go back home but I really yeah. I really wanted to stay here it seems like you're doing well though yeah yeah I'm doing better I'm glad I'm doing a little bit better for sure now there was definitely at one point I was like you know destroyed I was yeah. absolutely decimated bro hey, man. I cared so much about this like these other people and like all their you know Maybe. opinions and shit and like it was ultimately destroying, like, my, you know, just yeah. social, uh, how I wanted to be. Like, it would be, like, uh, I would act, I would try to change who I was. And, like, I was overthinking it so much because I was, like, just so worried about uh, who, how everybody was thinking of me. No, I understand. I understand it's where you're yeah, from. Yeah, yeah, it's, like, that was my, that's, like, a huge issue but yeah I mean I definitely felt the I think I definitely felt the same way at a lot of times at a certain point and you know there's not a lot of people that know that but yeah yeah Yeah, being fake or whatever yeah you know yeah you feel like people are being fake sometimes and sometimes you're just you know getting in your own head and that happened to me a lot and I, that really psyched me out and made me feel like more people were being you know, fake with me than they were sometimes <laughs> yeah, exactly, and whatnot. Because then you don't know what the fuck is real. And you start like really questioning a lot of stupid-ass things for no reason. And then you just got to, you know, at that point, you just got to gotta reset and get back to your mindset. And Grind. And, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just get good with, you know, the people you're really close to. And, yeah. you know... Not be trust, not trust do, those people. Not like party hard for a while, or you know, just like oh relax yeah, just a moment like, of uh, just reflection. relax and try to yeah reflect yeah. and you know improve yourself. Yes, dude, one hundred percent. Because sometimes people just 
keep digging for a long time in one direction like like you see this a lot I don't know if I am always talking some bullshit but you see this a lot in high school like where they just went super hard like all through high school they didn't look up until like freaking you know two years after high school and now they like their grades were shit they couldn't even get to college they were just like yeah. staying around like you know yeah locally they, have, they, they didn't move anywhere or anything yeah like that's crazy I mean it happens to some people you know but it's never too late to yeah even to then, turn things around you can, if you want to do something else even then if you look else. up yeah if you look up at that moment like two years later you can be like oh like two years after graduate like graduated high school you're like oh you know what? I can still get like a I could probably test in I could probably like take the SAT again or like study some other shit and try to get into college or I could just like you know um try to be manager at this job that I've been doing for the past two years or dude you could fit, you could like still easily turn your life around in like six months bro oh yeah of just I mean creating it may a goal take a little focus. bit longer for you know different circumstances oh definitely I but mean for like the if you're like we recovering in, yeah if you're like recovering um, alcoholism or some yeah, shit basically you yeah. would uh, you know it's definitely a lot longer process yeah, you gotta, you know, take your time. But you know, I'm also not pretending like I know everything about uh, <laughs> life. No, I get you. As a 25 year old, I'm just trying to. Say I know like, what you mean. Yeah, I feel you, dude. <laughs> Don't worry. I understand what you mean. <laughs> yeah, that's what. That's pretty much what I meant. Is it like uh, looking up? And able to see, like, your position in life. Like, if you're, like, living... You're supposed to live, like, you know... From your... On your cemetery, it's going to say your birth date and then your death date. Yep. And you're just living through that Your whole dot, life is in between. That them. little dash. Yeah. Between the two. I've heard that before. Yeah. And so, if you're not enjoying that, that little picture that's going to hang up, you have to, like... If you're not enjoying that, then definitely think about how your uh, story is going to be remembered, how people are going to talk about you. Yeah. But if you're just living through that little dash, like, definitely do that too and live your fucking life. Yeah. To the fullest, like I extreme mean, freaking way, and enjoy I mean, everything that yeah. life has to offer. I hundred percent agree because there's a lot of emotions here that you don't think you're going to find. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the time. Oh, hundred percent. You're put in so many positions in life. It's like, holy fuck there is some uh, there is a lot more that I can get dug into and very fast than uh, I really thought possible yeah no there definitely is I 100% agree with you yeah man (laughs) it's crazy (laughs) and and it seems like it keeps happening so like yeah like holy fuck if I literally just take my hands off the wheel for like a weekend I am fucked <laughs> yeah and you lose control and, <laughs> and I you, no and I spiral and then I'm like in jail or some <laughs> shit not that that's happened I'm just kidding <laughs> you've never been in jail I have not been in jail not yet nope somebody gotta come lock you up though but uh, yeah I could easily get <laughs> I, I I've seen how I've been 
handcuffed in the back of a police car three times. Really? But I've never been to jail. <laughs> Sat times. in the back of the police car. <laughs> so that is uh, that right there is fucking ridiculous. That's hilarious. But um, you made it through though. Yeah, That's the I've thing. been getting, I've been lucking out. So I think this fourth time, like my luck's definitely fucking run out. I'm not gonna, <laughs> yeah. not gonna go too crazy. <laughs> Dude, I know so many crazy people, bro. Crazy in a good way. Crazy in a good way. Crazy in a dangerous way. I know so many people, period. And then I know, yeah, it's just like had a lot of exp- diverse experiences, right? Yeah, experiences in different situations. Met a lot of different people, and I love that. I think that gives you like a new perspective, a new perspective. perspective. Yeah, yeah. I um, think I think with each person you meet, it kind of changes your outlook on life. Yeah, meet even just like energy wise, like an energy process. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy how much you can like uh, relate energy to stuff. Yeah, it's such like a vague word, <laughs> but yeah, it's like you can. Um, just by having your energy, your influence, your kind of aura, or the way you present yourself to another person, will affect that person. Oh yeah. And like a, and the longer you do it, the more it affects them. It's like yeah. a, it's literally why you become who your best friends are. When your best friends are, when you're like they say, you surround yourself around like rich people, and you'll be rich yeah. also or some shit. It's like it's inevitable. It's crazy how like it's a. There's it a is, mindset yeah. of we're all gonna make it, or like literally nobody's going to make it. Yeah, if one of us makes it, like, we all make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if the only way nobody will make it is if nobody makes it. Yeah, you have to literally. It's an all or nothing. Oh, what am I? Am I just gonna let all my friends down? Am I gonna let out, let down like everybody else? Yeah. Who believes in me? Yeah. I have to. We're returning back. The last time. <laughs> last. Last, like, you know, episode two minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, we were just talking about, like, our past lives or how, why we were so critical of ourselves, like, why we wanted to be, like, who we are and, like, what it took to get there. It was, like, it's so crazy, like, finally looking up, like, taking a breath from swimming for a second. Like, yeah. You know, you know how you're, like, swimming and you're kicking really hard and you're, like... You don't really know where you are. You're not looking up to see where everybody else is for that split second if you're going, like, really fast. Yeah, it's like a breath of fresh air, you know? Yeah. And you finally give yourself credit for the things you've done. And not saying that there's not more to do, because there definitely is. Yeah. We're only getting started. But but you know how to conquer it now. You have that confidence exactly. that you did it. Like you, oh shit! Like I got there and I did it. Did the work that I wanted to do. Exactly. Yeah. And like I can apply that to so many other things now. It's like amazing. It is. It's truly amazing. And honestly, it's like what athletes would say: like being in the zone. You know. Yeah. You're in the zone. Yeah. For life. For life, dude. Isn't that like? Like, for success for life. Like, literally, you're like, okay, I I know what it took to get here, and I know how to get there. Even, like, so I can either do, like, a split second, like a, like a small moment, like a five-second moment, or I can apply, like, a two-year movement. Like, a whole plan, an entire freaking yeah. orchestrated 
machine that you want to just like go to that next like to steer you in the direction that you want to go exactly dude it's just like you got you have your eye on the prize and you know exactly how to get there and you have the confidence to get there now and it's almost euphoric honestly dude it's incredible bro it's it's like very inspiring to see like you know yourself doing it your own movie like you're living your own movie right now and you're just fucking you're killing it and you're being so critical of yourself that you don't even realize that you're killing it so fucking much exactly your whole life you've been so critical of yourself you don't realize that oh wow now I'm actually living exactly what I wanted to be doing you know and the whole time you finally realize that wow I can't be so critical of myself I, I gotta mean, enjoy still be moment. critical of some yeah, things but for sure and yeah exactly enjoy the moment and realize wow I achieved goals that I set for myself long term goals that mean a lot yes dude like that bucket list you go you see that bucket list and you're like oh I can freaking get the rest of it. I can I can do this stuff and like I'm glad like I chose something challenging enough to make me like feel it but I also really like uh want to be uh like continuing that feeling I want to continue that feeling because that is a that is a very good feeling to have <laughs> no yes it's, it's an awesome feeling and you know if you're going through like a hard time you just have to look forward to that feeling because putting in years of hard work and then realizing how it came to fruition is just it's a beautiful thing it is a beautiful thing isn't it so the reason we were talking about like why that was so tough or like why, why why we're feeling that right now is because um colin my friend over here is also a uh master's degree is is like getting a master's degree in mechanical and uh nuclear engineering like dual yeah. majoring right now and uh what would and like so what was that transition like from getting your uh, bachelor's, bachelor's degree, your bachelor's yeah. degree, to that master's degree. Because it feels like it's a different set like of rules. For me, it was like yeah. when I got my bachelor's versus like who I saw was getting their master's like right away. And like, you know, we can also talk about this if you want later. Uh, people pursuing FEs and PEs for yeah. you know, electrical or engineering degrees. Yeah. Um, like who's going back and doing that stuff. Like there's a different mindset yeah. just doing all that stuff as compared to just going straight into the workforce I mean honestly when I first graduated my bachelor's I wanted to go straight into the workforce but uh, my parents kept encouraging me to apply to you know graduate programs so I did and uh, at the beginning I was pretty tired of school honestly so that transition was a little bit difficult but as in terms of how different it is from my undergraduate I feel like it's not really too different, especially with the program I'm in. I'm like, there's a few classes where there are undergraduate students who are seniors who wanted to take these classes, so they're taking uh, it with us, but it's at like a different credit level, so they have to do less assignments or different questions or something like that. But honestly, the only difficult part, I think, was how burnt out I felt at the end of my bachelor's and that I just didn't want to go back to school but looking back now, I'm thankful that, you know, Dude, I'm here. That is so awesome. 
dude, that you're, like, that you, like, you know, you made it work out, and that you can, like, still really end up on top of the whole, um, you know, map you set out for yourself. Yeah, no, I definitely, uh, there was a lot of studying, a lot of doubting yourself, and a lot of, <laughs> a lot of sleepless <laughs> nights, there was a, there was a lot. You know, yeah. it wasn't, it was not easy even getting through my bachelor's. It, you know, I was there for a while and I mean, I did switch majors, but you know, coming out of high school, I didn't have the best like standardized test scores and stuff, you know, so I wasn't set up to be, you know, a, an amazing bachelor student, you know, mm-hmm. but I stayed and I didn't quit even though I wanted to a lot. I don't know, there was a lot of times where I really wanted to quit. And I stuck it out. And finally, even during a pandemic, I <laughs> saw all this crazy shit that was going on. Dude, stressful you know, stuff, bro. Yeah. It, I, you know, graduated with my bachelor's. And I really just wanted to start making money. But, you know, I learned that sometimes you make more money if you have a master's degree. And... I learned about a few programs that sounded really interesting for engineering and stuff. And so I applied to where I did, and that's why I'm here. And like I said, I'm I'm pretty happy to be where I am right now, looking back on it all. Yeah, you you did take it. Like, I would say you took advantage of the situation, because if you think about it, you had had to lock down for a little bit, and, you know, you did the, um, you did the whole like college courses online thing like just at monitoring at home and then you could and then you were working still like, the, like pretty much the whole time yeah like, no it was definitely my last my last I would say year or my last semester I you know I had two jobs I was trying to do research at the university I had a research position where I was basically just like an apprentice unpaid and I was also, you know, a full-time student in a STEM, getting a STEM degree. And, you know, it wasn't easy. And I was tired probably for a solid two years straight. <laughs> and I didn't get a lot of sleep. And that's when my, you know, sleep pattern started to be wake up early and go to bed early. <laughs> and not go out anymore. So, that was, that was hard. But, you know, I'm back now, so. Yeah, that yeah, growing up, dude. Yeah, that really hit me hard. But, you know, that's real life, and that's what it does to you. It hits you hard. Damn, bro. It, like, it used to be possible, man. It used to just be like, dude, I could stay up all the time. I could do all the <laughs> Go out with all my friends. Yeah. Go everywhere. Do all the things. Yeah. And you know what? I'll just freaking, man, I'll just get through it all. <laughs> yeah, man. We were young. Yeah. We could do that. We had more energy. Yeah. Man. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love going out now. But there's no way I could do it like like we did before, man. Bro. Yeah. Those days, man. But like I said, it's great to be where I am. And I'm happy to be moving in this direction. And the future is looking very bright. Dude, that is... Despite what is happening in the world, <laughs> the future is looking very bright. <laughs> I would say. Isn't that great, bro? I try to have a positive outlook on everything. Yo, let me, let's talk about the... Um the other uh, current events that happened, like this Wall Street bets. You, I know you were one of the guys that got really into Dogecoin. Oh yeah, <laughs> at a good moment. Is that true? 
That is true, you know? I I would say, more than anything, it was probably luck. You know? <laughs> I had heard about cryptocurrency from just after the birth of Bitcoin. And so I was kind of skeptical, skeptical of it at first. But, you know, I saw all these memes because I was on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat. Yeah. And I saw all these memes of this fucking doge. <laughs> And I was like, oh, everybody fucking loves Shiba News now. And this meme is fucking popping off. Everybody's making their own version of it. And then I was like, oh, there's a cryptocurrency that came out like that. That had the Doge in its name. Yeah. You know, Dogecoin. And I thought, well, I know all the other cryptocurrencies that were popular that came out. They just popped off out of nowhere. And so, hey... I think this is going to pop off because this is a really popular meme. It was like a number one meme at one point, I'm pretty fucking sure. (laughs) And so I literally invested that in that shit. I don't remember the dates, but I remember I invested in that shit pretty early and people people were like, thought it was a joke. I mean, it was a joke. It was super cheap. It was like freaking point zero 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 zero. Yeah, it was like really, really, really cheap. It was like it came out and then like two months later I'd seen it or something. And then I told a few friends about it. And they also made yeah pretty good Robin amount of money or some shit yeah and shit. yeah that was so crazy man I mean that it was, was it was hilarious. quick you had to be it watching it but yeah. I mean that's that maybe is why I was uh, so anxious for a while because I was literally just looking at fucking price of Dogecoin for a few years straight but hey it paid off it paid off there you go <laughs> dude holding for that <laughs> long bro holy shit I mean. Granted, I was a very, uh, I was an amateur at it back then, because I literally had held all my Dogecoin and Robinhood. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. And so, when, yeah, was, when Dogecoin was... went up, Robinhood crashed, because everybody started selling. And I had put in a limit, and it wouldn't let me execute that limit until about probably 12 hours after. Really? Something like that, I don't think. I don't remember exactly, but it was a good while after the rise and fall and so i ended up getting it for i don't even know it was was still it was still pretty good it was sizable yeah because because of when i invested then you're fine yeah exactly. but because it was years like it wasn't but it wasn't as high as it could have been right for me for me paying attention to it for every day for that long yeah 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 you know i could have made messed you up if you would have Moved if I, if I was, yeah, if I was on, you know, a different platform. Fuck, dude. Because they did that for, like, everybody. Sounds good. So we'll just continue on. Do you want more wine, bro? Ooh. Yeah. You have another bottle of that same shit, like, right? Yeah, we have the same shit. You want to get the same shit? Yes. Yeah, that shit was fire. Do you want to pause it? Right. Uh, we'll keep it rolling? I don't know. Are you going to edit it? Right. When I edit it, I mean, I, dude, I promise you I edit these things, but yeah, I'll pause oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so we paused again and now we're going back uh, because whatever excuse I gave last time <laughs> we got we're drinking wine right now we're uh, you know enjoying the view and everything and um, we just got on the conversation of uh, religion and Colin was explaining the uh, Buddhist religion religion and why he's so much more in favor of it than other religions that he's been come across or how you were, you were raised uh, a certain way and you're not that certain way anymore yeah I mean I was raised you know very very Christian as I assume most people 
Most evil in the country area. have. Yeah. In this area, especially. Yeah. And nothing against that. I mean, I have very many friends who are very, very Christian. I have very and you religious family yeah. members. And yeah, that's, I respect that's it. That's very good. Like, that's and I mean, much I go to church pretty often yeah, with them. That's very spiritual. That's like how a lot of yeah. uh, religions go. Exactly. Is it they respect other religions at least. Yeah. yeah. Which I think is a very central idea and ideal. Uh-huh. But I think Buddhism is one of the greatest religions because of how peaceful and passive it is, like you said, when we were talking. About yeah, it. it's, it's yeah. like uh, it gives you these rules, right? I mean, if you're honestly, if you're like 17, you should be able to look at other religions, like from a like adult standpoint, just be like, hey. You know what? Let me just dis- let me discover all the options before I like commit to something. Yeah, no, but definitely. Like, I think like, at a certain I think that kind of makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I think at a certain age, we all kind of you know start questioning what we were learning as we were growing up. You know, that's I think it's part of becoming an adult. Yeah, you know, that's just seeing where and we're at in the world and stuff. For me, I started. You know, I got to college. I took like a world religion course, and you know, I started thinking about you that's know, exactly where yeah thinking about other and religions and other where other people grew up and other things people have learned and which I, is also part of the college uh, process yeah, right? exactly that's one of the things they don't really tell you but like, something everybody should learn everybody does kind of learn it like that's yeah. the first thing and that's why yeah. there's like two different perspectives of like it's learning uh, about other people's views around yeah. the world which is yeah. very very I think accepting it should be accepted. I think it's one of the most important things for yeah, for living literally in this globe, like this world that we're yeah, all in, this world, we should uh, be able we to understand be aware. every single perspective. Yeah, of uh, the way people grow up. Oh, I agree, hundred percent. But I think you know, and Bo- what you found was Buddhism. Yeah, and Buddhism was you know the one that really stuck out, stood out to me. Like I wanted to learn more about it, and I'm only now becoming more interested in it, and. It has, I think it has only good qualities to offer, and it's all about just improving oneself and, you know, learning more and becoming more aware of your impact and what you're doing yeah. and basically, basically becoming the best version of yourself that you can. Yeah. And what I was saying, like, before we started recording again was the uh, passive nature of it. Basically, oh, it's like, it's so forthright and like you have to like life is suffering uh is one of their laws and it's like you know understand that everything you're doing as long as you know that you're going forward and you're going in a peaceful direction uh you're doing right you're getting you're moving in the way of the buddha and then if you're not like you know you're kind of just like making life take you over and like you get really sadistic or really uh, angry yeah. at everyone else it's going to backfire on you that was kind of that's kind of like what they're definitely that's what their viewpoint is and um, I think it's a religion that really encompasses and understands the human aspect you know absolutely where we live in a world that is very much logic based and Buddhism really introduces that human aspect to our logic based world and I think it's yeah, it's more. It's definitely more uh, reflective. Or ta- it ta- it's 
more easily to relate to. It's more easy to relate to in for the, a lot of people. Yes, in this totally technocratic world right now. Yeah, like the majority of people just want to find inner peace and live a happy life. I and would say I would say almost everybody on earth yeah. would want would want those two things, you know. Inner peace. But and the way they life. chase it right now, like when you look at the world and everything, the way they're chasing it is materialism is this loss of spirituality loss of all this stuff yeah and so like it's literally attacking the buddhist culture almost in this way like the american pop culture and like you know popular things yeah. popular I- items that people are always seeking or want validation yeah. from is, the- is sapping it away i mean i'm i'm not a practicing like the- buddhist at this point right and I can't really speak for any Buddhists, but from my opinion, my view, I feel like, you know, Buddhism will never die. You know, it's kind of like the, it's kind of like you can kill people, but you can't kill an idea. You know, once an idea is born, you can't kill it. Yeah. And it's Buddhism is kind of an idea of, of the world, everybody should be at peace. The world should be at peace. And everybody... If everybody's informed and everybody is knowledgeable, then how great of a world would that be? And that's what we should strive for. You know, it may be a fantasy that one day everybody will be there, but yes. the best thing to do is to try. Wow. You know? And in a world today where there's wars going on and millions of people, you know, have to leave their homes and whatnot. You know, it's um, it's a thought that I think everybody should think about. Yeah, I thought everybody should have. It's very like, especially uh, you know, s- specific leaders of various countries. Yeah. So if it's like a hope to those people that they don't exist. Like people's in power getting to this crazy um, level of you know. Just like power, they're not thinking this way. They're not thinking in this pacifist kind of. I mean, not pacifist. You know, just they're not. They're definitely. They certainly aren't applying the values. It yeah. appears. You have it's to. Amazing. I mean, you have to think of that. Um, that saying. I'm not sure if I'm 100 percent correct on it. Is you know, power corrupts absolutely. Yeah. So, nearly every single person who comes into power will be corrupted by it because uh-huh. we're humans that's what happens you know we're not perfect people in some form or another most people Definitely. who become into power will do something absolutely and that goes against would... what they used to believe yeah because they're what really happens is but that's not an excuse yeah it's oh, not no, an excuse. no 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 Abs- like absolute power this this uh control that he's Flexing and using right now, just from you know, just from what I'm hearing, what you're saying. Yeah. They have, you know, people are going on like the only news network in Russia, and uh, risking their job, risking their lives, to go, uh, you know, try to tell the Russian people what's happening. Yeah. Is kind of crazy. That um, that's how that's how real it looks like. No, yeah, 
I mean, they, they, you know, eventually get captured and die. And, or who knows what. You know, I mean, up. in my opinion, you know, I, it's very wrong what is happening there. And I think the people there should be able to experience all of the things we are able to experience here. I think everybody across every country should be able to experience what we experience. You know? Yeah. Because, like I said, it comes back to Buddhism. It comes back to that inner peace and peace with among, among all that everybody just wants to do what's best for them and the people they love. And everybody should be allowed to do that without anybody else interfering. Yeah, man. The world's pretty big. It's a huge place. It's and a- it's, a, it's a big thing to ask. But I think that's where we should set our goals. Is there. You know? We might not get there anytime soon. But we can no, do... Man. We can... But you're looking as in the a right world, direction, right? Yeah. As a world, we can do better. I think aiming... If we can aim for something like that... I don't know how we get there. Like, we have to, you yeah. know... We're all one people. We gotta... You gotta deal with a lot of people and stuff. And I guess, you know... And it can't be simple either because there's people, you know, that fear the one world government and the one world, you know, one language, one peaceful thing. But that's not a thing. You yeah. know? I yeah. mean, look at, look at the world right now. This proves it, you know? It's the happening past, either way. past yeah. 10, 15 years, how much the world has shifted, mm-hmm. that just proves there is no one world order. It's not a few countries ruling everything. Mm-hmm. You know, there's multiple countries having governance. Look at it. How much, you know, countries near us have come up recently and we've seen their power and their influence in the global sphere, you know? Yeah. That's why, you know, I mean, it's okay to, it's okay to question, question certain things and regimes and certain power structures. It's okay to question them. That's healthy. But I think that also, we also need to be realistic with ourselves and, you know... So there isn't like a few people who are deciding everybody's lives and yeah man that's movies. so that's movies. that's so if you could that's the ultimate question right if you could hear or you heard that like you know we're gonna draft you and then we draft you and uh, the USA decided to take you all the way to like you know Ukraine, Russia. Yeah. Or, like, you know, all these new... You're saying if war broke out. If war broke out. Yeah. And, you know, they told they told you, hey, we need you to get in this area and start killing people. Would, like... Would that be something you would do? Or, like, if you see that everyone around you is kind of, like, telling you, like, oh, well, you know, they're not... Uh, taking over our land so we're okay yeah I mean I I wouldn't want to get deployed anywhere and have to fight or kill anybody I, would, I wouldn't want to do that right you know comes back to Buddhism again like I don't want to harm anybody seeking out yeah yeah if yeah. you know if nobody's trying to harm me I don't want to harm anybody else that's why I view myself as like a libertarian it's kind of like you know I'm not a Republican I'm not a Democrat but I have different views, and if nobody's harming me, I don't want to harm anybody, you know? And, but if, don't get me wrong, if people were to come here, I would 
I would want to do something. I would want to help. I would want to use whatever skill or knowledge I can to help. To encourage freedom or just like encourage. To encourage democracy yeah. and freedom. Yeah. Okay. Cause, um, and to fight for my neighbors, no matter who they are. No matter if they agree with me on you know, various topics, political topics, or whatever. Yeah, political. I, mean, I don't care. Yeah. I want people to... Freedom. I want exactly. people to experience, you know, ultimate... Exactly. You know, exercise yeah. their freedoms, man. Exactly. That's, That's what it becomes so... Uh, such a touchy topic, because now we don't... Now we're trying to evaluate how much freedom that means. Yeah. Because for a lot of people, man, there's like... There's people that need assistance, whether you're old, whether you're poor, whether you're, you know, just one of these other people that, uh, you know, have, like, assistance needed, like, you know, getting, like, you have a leg broken or something. Yeah, you need medical assistance. Yeah, you need medical assistance or, you know, you're born into some sort of deformity or, you know, you've been in the military and you need something else. That government, that that help is uh, should be readily available for you know whatever wherever you're living. But providing that, you need uh, a certain more a certain amount of community from like certain taxes. infrastructure. Yeah, 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 a certain infrastructure. Exactly on the on like you said the community level. Yeah. Not on the state level. So there's not love. on yeah. The, not even on the not, city not level. Not using those words. No. Yeah. 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 But on the community level. On the community, neighborhood, neighborly, like that's what because that's what you were fighting for, right? Your neighbors. Because these these people are very misrepresented. There's a lot more of these people than now. You know what I mean? Oh my gosh, dude! In these elections, we don't even. I'm not even sure. A lot more people who are who have disabilities who need help than we know. Of, I mean. Yeah, and those are the ones usually voting. I mean, some of them. I mean, in America, what are, I don't remember the exact statistic, but it's like a, only a quarter of the civilians have voted. Yeah. In the past election. It was something crazy like that. It's a really small amount. Isn't that insane? Which is, which is There's a lot of push. unusual for a democracy. No. And it's Lower than usually, and it's always less than 50% is what it says. Yeah, for the past, like, what, 50, for 50 something years? So years, many like, years, bro. That many is, don't even vote. I feel like more people should that, be, yeah. should should want to vote. Should want you would to think have it would got higher. You would think it would been higher these past couple, especially the way you know the way the world the world's going. kind of yeah. moving right now. Exactly. You can't tell. I would agree. I would agree. But you know, maybe that's part of the orchestration. Is like you know, inflammatory little BS to try to get people to vote more. Yep, and there's a lot of you know, like we were talking about before. There was a. There's a lot of conspiracy theories about things, but I think we should be realistic and realize that no matter who people represent in any government, their goal is going to be to sway people that way. Oh, 100%. Especially for any if they government, have their money. for any if official, have, oh any party. Just like, so. And again, this is my libertarian views because I am money. very neutral on many things. Oh, yeah. So you went. Not, so I'm not even know. looking to win, but it, just, yeah. it comes down to Buddhism, and I'm not even a Buddhist, but like the views that it represents. Yeah, that's kind of how you. I think like that's to very essential. Just, yeah, okay. To sustainability 
on Earth and the human race and everything. You know, I want all people to exist how they want happily. And that is why you're push you're like pushing so hard to try to be part of this uh, defense or like move into like this area of like you know, you the future of you like the future of technology and yeah, stuff. Yeah, or, yeah. yeah, like I mean, to, I, to I would like to have a job at you know various various places, high places that yeah. are pretty good, and you know that work on like, futuristic technologies on, yeah. or advanced technologies. The or and current basically, your right? idea was to expand the land, like get into a like or you use more. I guess generally, it'd be to use technology to you know benefit people and to improve like certain situations or solve problems kind of like elon musk yeah did in certain situations you know mm-hmm. like the electric car that's what like, you would want reusable with. rocket that's why like i think that's really cool and mm-hmm. i've you know learned about him and i think spacex is a really great company and so is tesla but you know like i said I don't know everything about these places, these companies or anything, or Elon Musk, but right. But they do have. I want to do something that impacts that helps has a lot that of kind of level. Because and I think technology the, can do that. Yeah, one of the things that uh, on Elon Musk SpaceX website, it's like apply. It's like their whole website to apply and everything. And their what it says on their website is like, if you believe, this is for people that believe and expanding the humanity race past one planet yeah something like that well have you heard about that uh the probability of the human race going extinct no we're on one planet what is it if we're on one planet it's inevitable yeah oh okay it's right. inevitable if we're on if we only we stay on one planet we only stay on one planet for because of the, climate, the entirety of, how, of yeah. our existence because the, the sun sun comes human, out exi- yeah human existence like the sun the sun will eventually die and like fucking uh, or like the earth million years or some shit like that yeah or I the earth will crash into the sun or you know but if we are on two planets the possibility of human race going extinct is more than half oh my god for sure bro have you seen Star and then Trek? if we're in another if we can understand Star- if Star- we're Star- in another solar system yeah we just keep practicing it's almost impossible yeah, and then if we're in another galaxy, it is impossible. Then we figure it out right there, dude. Then we destroy it. So we completely beat... Theoretically. This, uh, we beat this simulation gag that everybody's talking about. <laughs> yeah, if it's a simulation, then, that, then we beat the game. We beat you know? the game because we get like out of this. Like if we played a No Man's Sky, it's like the same thing. Like yeah. It's just a bunch of generated galaxies, and you get to the center of one, yeah. you go to the next. Generating galaxies. And you can hop and move to the different galaxies. Do you want more wine? <laughs> yes. Shoot. We gotta keep this going. This is a good conversation. I actually haven't played that. And we're back with more content. Oh shit, Jesus fucking Christ. With the sea monster. That's me. That is my friend Colin. My boy Max. Anyways, we just. We're talking about. I mean, let's let's start fresh again. This is gonna be our like you know third resume. This is us like you know. Life is a marathon, life sprint. Yes, let's start with that. When you notice, like at the beginning, you can go really hard. You can sprint really hard. But what you find is most of the people that sprinted right at the beginning did not like 
uh, it comes. They didn't. They didn't stay consistent. Yeah. They didn't stay consistent. Like majority of them did not stay. I mean, they gave valiant effort when they tried. Yeah. But they did. The problem when you start a marathon by sprinting. Yeah. So you burn out. You know. What's crazy is there are people that do get success. Like there's Disney uh, stars. Like young stars and stuff, that when they're sprinting right at the beginning, it works out because they they made it already. You have to get to a threshold of sprinting, and if you can sprint really fast, you can get there. Yeah. But if you can't reach it right at that beginning point, it's going to be very frustrating for you. Yeah. Because no. you didn't sprint as far. As it can be fast. very frustrating when you realize and you look back and say, "Hey, I could have tried harder." I like could have done this better. Yeah, this better, but know? that's like, that's that doesn't matter as much as. But like, if you make like a certain amount, very early. What do you think? What do you think is the amount of money you need to make in a year to establish freedom? To establish freedom, where you can like, or to much, establish freedom and be happy, like and, happiness, freedom. But the minimum. How much I'll say do you now, nowadays in, in America, I would say street. probably seventy to eighty thousand is probably yeah to get a nice comfortable say, place where you have 60, no complaints. 60, depending on your lifestyle, I would say fifty to even fifty k for some people you with know? zero complaints. Because there's gonna like, be like a lot of my life, I, I made I probably made twenty to thirty k. Yeah, you know, during that time, I would have been so fucking happy if I was making fifty k. Oh I've been so God. happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you keep, and then you reach it. But I mean, the level of happiness and what I think everybody in America deserves, I think sixty to seventy is where you start start reaching that threshold. Right, where you're just kind of like, where you're able to use experience. you're able to start saving. Yeah, you're able to do things you want, plan trips you want, travel the world, travel the world, do all, do literally. You know? What and also, and also donate to organizations yeah. you want and stuff like yeah. influence experience you want. experience life because like, money is power like exactly. we talked about before yeah yeah money money kind of gives you that power because what freedom it ultimately t- turns into is power when that that transition from freedom to power where you're free for yourself and then you kind of uh, but you're still in the system. You're able to do what you bit. want, but you're able to do what you want. But, but you're system. you're financially free. Yeah, and not influencing people to a degree where you're just kind of overpowering them. Yeah, and that's, you can pretty that's, much, and they're at your mercy. You can pretty much do whatever you want yeah. at their mercy. The goal is not to not to influence other people. The goal is to be happy and enjoy life. And people, some people, with too much money. Are trying try to influence other people, yeah, and that's I feel like that's not what the goal should be, right? The goal should be to be happy, and you can use your money however you want, but you shouldn't try to influence other people's lives or opinions or thoughts, yeah. Because once you get to that point, that's abusing power, right? But what if you see somebody else getting influenced by something else? Could you try to help them out? pull them in a different direction or does it depend on your relationship with them that's that's a really good question and I think nowadays especially living in America you know you and I are Americans and we live in a rather you know 
a state that has <laughs> there's a lot of debate around things that happen in the state. You know what I mean? Yeah. Being as vague as I can. Yes. Uh, but I think it's very important nowadays to to just discuss, you know, and to not yeah have open not, opinions. Yes, exactly. Have an open opinions. Have an open mind, and discuss. Discuss what you're thinking and your thought process. Because if you do that, you know, you can encounter people who have a similar thought process but may think something different, and you both can learn from each other, you know? For and that's sure. what life is all about. About learning and being a better person. It's so a life experience. When you get that, when you're experiencing life, you want to experience it with as many different people as possible because then... You get the entire spectrum exactly. of what your um, of what this really is. You, you get capable. closer to truth. You get closer to truth in that way. Yeah, yeah the natural truth, right? Of life itself. Of life. And like, what what does every single person have in common? Yeah, you get closer to that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's just like that helps me out. Like, I, that helps me think that I look into a certain direction. Like, if I want to look into a direction, like where I want to go. Morally, or you know, spiritually, like what I want to do, how I want to raise a kid, how I want to like you know become live a life, yeah, live how life. The, the impact you want to leave on mm-hmm. on the human race, my legacy, my le- like when people country, bring yeah. my name up, what they want, yeah, yeah, what people will associate with you. Uh-huh. That's like what um, that gives you the perspective, like if you experience it from all the different cultures and all the different people you know what would what would turn out the best like yeah. what how everybody everybody tells their story differently and you want yourself to be incorporated in that story and the way you can get your story to be that perfect or that or like how you want it to be displayed from other people's mouths and everything is like listening to how they tell stories yeah listen yeah. to these people no I 100% agree with that and I think it is essential to the spiritual person inside of all of us to experience other cultures and other you know quote unquote worlds like oh, yeah. other styles of life yes. it is essential That's because it thing. opens your mind and it makes you think things that you never would have thought before and it makes you question things that you never thought before, and that's a good thing. Definitely, um, there's a certain point where you get uprooted as a guy. I don't know. I'm sure everybody experiences this, but for me, when I turned about 20 years old, I just got completely uprooted from society. I thought I was going in a certain direction, and it turned out I was just getting completely off the ground, levitating in the fucking sky. And no, I, I didn't know that. what the hell the direction up was or where where I was in the world. I may not have, then, I may not associate exactly with you know your <laughs> yeah, personal yeah. experiences, but right. I understand what you're saying what and what you, you've catch my drift. I I feel like a lot of us experience some Something very like monumental shift within our lives and our mindset. Right. And then you're like, age, "Oh, this you know? is serious shit." Like and I have to be a serious person right now. And to be honest, at least for me, I can only speak for myself, but I think it only positively impacted me. Right. Looking back on it now, 
Like, at that time, I was very scared. It made me the person I am now. Yeah. And I'm happy to be the person I am now. You Definitely, know? bro. And I wish that every person was happy to be the person they are now. Yeah, man. If I uh, get to a certain point, like, there's people, you know, that, ref- like, don't, never experience failure or anything like that. Anything close to that. Not even failure, but just, like, the, discru- the discovery of self, the discovery of an ego... The discovery of like you know being uh, alive with all these other people on this planet, and I like you know need to be kind of aware of who I am, how I act in the society. You get to this realization, you get to this humbled state of mind where you're like, you know what, bro? Like I have fucked up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> like if I'm not confessing my sins to like a preacher or whatever the hell, I at least need to know. Yeah, I like, mean, that, that and that's I, how somebody... I'm still responsible for my sins. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's how somebody who, you know, believes in that religion, that's how they would cope with it. Right. And there's various ways for different humans to do that. Yeah, there's a ton, you know? a ton of freaking ways Del- to do that. Yeah, a ton of different ways. And I think it's a very important thing, and it's very big to, like, reconcile with mistakes you have made. But I think it's also very important to, to a certain extent, extent forgive yourself. And yes. give yourself credit. That's the biggest give yourself part, credit bro. For where, you, right. where you've come. Exactly, dude. You know, you're not if a, you're per- all you're not looking a perfect at- person. You right. never will be. No. But the most important thing is that you keep trying if to If you be- make your goals, like you have a goal, and you see yourself get the goal, don't forget to pat yourself on the fucking back. Like yeah. a little bit. Like don't don't give yourself like an ego. Don't Don't like be like, you know. Super, super into freaking! And, oh, I'm like, a god! I'm, I'm the best. Look, yeah. I tied my shoes this morning. I yeah. know what the hell I'm doing. But do not, do not forget to pat yourself on the back and give like, yourself props for the things you have done. Yeah. But be humble when you do do that. Yeah. Like, and remember that you are just a human, like all the other billions of people on the earth. Exactly, dude. You're not. You're, you're so, not a different soul than is what you soul, dude. People keep saying all this like crypto bullshit. One Ethereum equals one Ethereum. One Bitcoin is one Bitcoin. There's, you got to remember, a soul is still equal to a freaking soul. Yeah. Like we're all money will never compare to to a life, you know. And that goes for your life, and that goes for every other human's life. Yes. No matter, no matter if you're fucking, you know, influencing Elon Musk or Bill Gates, billionaire, or if you're a homeless person, if you're someone who has no money to their name, you know. Your soul matters just as much as the next. A homeless person's soul matters just as much as Elon Musk's soul. Dude, I I don't think we're saying anything that controversial. I think we are. Like, I think, I think the some whole world people can agree might, with that. Yeah, I hope people would agree with that. I hope too. Fucking, but, you know, there's still people like, you know... I have hope and I, I will always it. try to have hope in the world and the human race, no matter what is going on in the world. But there are many things that bring people down and hopefully, you know... Us talking here on this amazing podcast can <laughs> help bring people up and give them good vibes. Exactly, you know? dude. I'm just trying to rise vibes, bro. Because I think Max can agree with me. We're only here to try to positively impact people. Yes, dude. I, I think I'm agreeing with... I agree with that. Like, I definitely just tried to positively impact people. When I started this thing, dude, people didn't see it that way. I was trying to say something that was like funny 
And I think some people could have related to it because it was a very uh, distraught time and people were very sad. It seemed like a lot of the time people were kind of waiting for something to be angry at. And I was trying to put something out that people couldn't like maybe distract themselves. Yeah, distract, like literally escape. Yeah, exactly. Escape from the real world. Escape, cope. And the way people people play video games, the way people sports, the way art, yeah, whatever it is that you take to escape the stress. But some people take it very literally, or they just take it personally, and it's like I'm not attacking any. I didn't say any names. I'm not trying. I'm just trying to be funny. And if you want to be like pissed off about that, that's. I'm not trying to be like. I didn't say a single name. I don't think the entire time. Oh no! I was just trying to be like. Funny, really. You're just trying to brighten people's day, and if people didn't find it funny, then you know, you know, that's I mean, okay. they reported okay me and shit. Like, like, sure, that's fine. They don't have Thank to listen. You. Like, damn. But they but didn't want to give me the best or anything. Like, I just kind of because at the end of the like, day, we just wish the best for everybody. Exactly, man. No matter like, what your opinion. I hope. I hope in that struggle that you found in my like humorous podcast that you developed a, like a good personality or maybe even a sense of humor. After that podcast, I mean, <laughs> you may have had a sense of humor before, but maybe you did. You probably did, and you just even if you disagree, like but that. you know, yeah, it's okay. Funny. It may not be for you, but it's okay. It's okay. I think there. I think there's something for you out there. Funny. Yeah, there. I this, just. But... I just heard there was the. I just heard of the funniest joke that was ever created. So if you look at my podcast, there's a podcast review where somebody says that I am. The funniest, I'm funnier than Gilbert Gottfried. In my podcast, it's literally a Apple review. You can go look that up on Apple review. And uh, I just told that to one of my coworkers actually recently, and he said, "Oh, that's funny because Gilbert Gottfried has the funniest joke of all time, considered by many comedians." And I was like, "Wow, that? that's very fucking scary." So the the joke is called the Aristocrat. Have you ever heard the Aristocrat joke? I don't think so. So the aristocrat joke goes basically well. So Gilbert Gottfried is a voice voice actor. He's mm-hmm. a, he, yeah. He does. Yeah. You know some of his voices. He does. Um, yeah. He did uh, Aff- Affleck. The yeah. Deck, and he did like yeah. yeah so he's done like different. And I have some good voices that I can do and shit. And well, so his joke is that he he he's the best at this joke, and that's why it's his joke because it came out before he actually used it. But he just went, like, the premise for this joke is that he went out right after 9-11. Really? Yeah, in New York, and he's from New York. That's where he grew up, and that's where he kind of developed his um, voice. And so he made a joke about going to the Twin Towers before getting to his flight to... uh, like India or something yeah. like that. Before, he's like, before he flight. went to an international flight to go out, so he had to go to Flying the, the Twin Towers. Yeah. And like nobody liked the joke that he said. Because really? it was in, because it was it was the first right time after he said, Yeah, it was right after nine eleven. It was probably like five weeks Damn. after nine eleven or something. And then he goes There's a <laughs> well he has this voice first of all, he goes like So there's a there's a Dad, he brings his family to this talent talent acquisition. Um, like, oh my god, I'm not. I don't want to even attempt this joke, right <laughs> but I just yeah. did. 
Um, basically, he goes to this talent guy, and you just like so. The joke is called the aristocrat. Yeah. And the aristocrat is basically somebody who one ups, like whatever you say, in such a yeah, in such a um, fake way, like a like you're just oh I'm I'm doing it so lazy, like I'm not even trying to do it, like that's what an aristocrat is, is that he he does it just because he's rich or whatever the fuck. So he brings yeah. his family to this talent acquisition text, and. He just, and then basically, there's a bunch of profanity that goes on. Like he, he fucks his wife, and his wife's fingering the, the kid, and the kids what? eating out the kids. Yeah, he has like, like he has like a daughter. Yeah, up. it's super fucked up. It's a whole pornography set thing, and then the, the, the talent guy goes like, "Wow, wow, this is very interesting." Like it's it's super fucked up, and then you keep one upping yourself, and you say like, "This is a stand up comedian." Yeah, he's a stand up comedian. And he says it like at a roast thing. Like, after he just said a 9-11 joke to try to save himself. Jesus. So, Gilbert... So, got he's him. very, he's very, very, very edgy. Oh, he's the most edgy motherfucker alive, bro. That's what, it's like, that's what your co-workers edgy compared stuff. to? No, so my co-workers said, oh, if you're really as good as this guy, like, it's either a huge compliment or it's like a... It's like a diss like because a some people, face, yeah, because yeah. some people fucking don't even like this guy at yeah. all because it's so fucking. Because it's so edgy. Yeah, but the coworker in the moment said that he has the funniest joke of all time, so it was like. What was the joke? That was the, the aristocrat joke. Oh, okay. That's super fucked up, and then like yeah. you know. That's what your coworker told you. Yeah, my coworker <laughs> told me, so I had to look at. So I looked up what this fucking most fucked up joke is because I'd never even heard. Yeah. The, I just heard Gilbert Gottfried because when I scoped around. Originally, when I first got this comment, like, a year ago, I searched around there, and people were like, oh, he's not that funny. Like, he's just, like, a voice actor or something. Really? And I was like, okay, well, I, I do some pretty good voices, but, like, I just kind of fuck around. I don't really yeah. care. No, like, I can do his voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not, like, trying to do voice acting. I just kind of, I think I have some funny accents, and I think it would be funny to go around. Yeah. Yeah, might want to be careful. Some of the accents, if <laughs> oh yeah, for sure, bro. especially nowadays, right? Definitely, I don't want to do all the accents. And just like you know, maybe I want to screw myself over. Yeah, yeah. Especially since I have a salary job and shit. So my coworker was like, uh, "It's funny because his first, he just made a trivia thing." Yeah. And his first trivia thing is, uh, "What is who's the man known as?" The man with a thousand voices, and it's the guy that did Donald Duck. Um, okay. Literally, all those guys. Yeah. He died in eighty nine, nineteen eighty nine. I didn't even know who this guy was, so I yeah. looked him up from the trivia question. And I was like, "Wow, this guy did Bugs Bunny, freaking a lot uh, of Albert Fudd, yeah, literally all the Looney Tunes voices, Looney Tunes, yeah, all of that shit is like the name of a thousand voices or the man of a thousand voices." Yeah, he was uh, he was doing a lot of little things. Yeah. He was invested in a lot of things. His name is uh, Mel Blanc. Very cool guy. You can look him up if you want. Um, yeah. So when I heard about that, and I told my coworker about like you know me being able to impersonate being people. compared, yeah, being impersonate people and being compared to Gilbert Gottfried, he was freaking out because. That was like his probably favorite trivia question. Really? 
because it's this first one. When you choose your first trivia question, you want it to like set a tone usually. Yeah. For the office and shit. Like, who, oh yeah. Who, who, what kind of person I am? Yeah. And then so you don't want the to fact that he bad, thought, yeah, bad. the fact that he thought Gilbert Gottfried was his, not maybe not his favorite comedian, but maybe one like a, the man with the the comedian with the funniest joke. Yeah. Ever like invented. Ever. Like he is, uh, he thinks very highly of that guy. Yeah. No, he definitely does. And he he compared you to him. Well, he was just like if he 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 took it as a compliment, but he most people were probably saying it at the time saying as like a, being offended by it as like a, a oh you're just like a, a slight like oh like, you're, oh, you're just he's annoying but you're funnier than him. Okay, I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. No, I understand. Damn. So kind of helped me fight my crowd, I guess. Yeah. No, that, and that's a good thing. That helped you find your crowd, and you know now you know where where you fit in. Within you know the comedy or yeah the content crowd content crowd or which what is, people think of me thing. from a yeah because I the problem is that I haven't even recorded myself yet <laughs> really no never recorded myself uh, performing yet there's people I mean I should I mean how many times have you been to the uh, comedy the local comedy club the improv over here I yeah I'm, not the bet, dude how many times. Oh. I know. I, I came and saw you that one 13. time. Yeah, probably 13. 13 times. Wow. So not that many times, honestly. That's once a week. So for 13 weeks, not 13 weeks in a row, but yeah. God damn, Free that's time. awesome. No, that that's awesome, times, bro. Because you don't even go up every time. No, you only you're go persistent up like, though, which yeah. means that you're going to succeed. Yeah, I mean that's the biggest key with success. Pretty much anything Pers- is being consistent. Yeah. That's one of the huge things that people you might, tend to overlook. You might succeed if you try, but you will succeed if you continue to try. Yes. Dude. That's a quote that from who? just came up with. You just came up with that? Is that you? That's your I might have picture. put it somewhere, but I can't remember who it was, but I think I just came up with that. Honestly. All right, dude. I think you did come up with that. You may succeed myself. if you try, but I you will succeed if you continue if to you try. If you continue to try. It sounds familiar. If you I want to give you If you just don't stop trying I really want to give you credit for that, dude. Honestly, it seems so simple that I feel like somebody already has said somebody that. Somebody had, but at the same that. time, I don't think anybody has. You came to it originally, I'm gonna, though, I'm, right? I'm gonna look it up that right was now. Your, yeah, yeah, yeah. You originally thought like it doesn't matter if somebody else thought of that. You came to the that conclusion by yourself. Yeah, because like I told you before this, before we even started talking, I'm very logic based mindset, right? And I think about logic, and my mind works in very logical ways, math. You know. What was that? How do you say it again? You may succeed if you try, but you will succeed if you continue to try. Something like that. <laughs> we can play it back if you need to. We will, yeah, we have it recorded. You succeed if you try, but you will succeed. If you try, you may succeed. If you don't if try, you will not succeed. You That's the closest thing I saw. Continue. To try, so that sounds way more modern. If you try, you will succeed. Golden age of Gaia. But does that's does, fake? That's, but does it that's say even, if you continue to try, you will succeed? No, yeah, yeah. Because it says if you it try, might you take may a few succeed. tries. It might take a few tries. No, no, no. That's, that's too many words. Your your efficiency of words, right there, dude. That's logic. Very motivational. You'll always want to try in everything you do. Shut that's because up. of all the philosophy I read. You know. Dude, I read so a lot of Plato and whatnot growing up. Dude, so when did you start reading Plato? Very young. Probably 13, 14 years old. 
13, 14, you started reading Plato? Honestly, Did you know yeah. who he was? You knew who he was at the Yeah, time? I was... My older brothers, I have two older brothers, and both of them were very into Greek mythology. We had a video game that we played that was Greek, all about Greek mythology. And we learned everything about Greek mythology. And then after that video game, we learned, we learned more about Greek mythology than was in the game. And our parents had books on a books that you know, Plato wrote about like, you know, all what was the, the thing. What was the mythology game called? Mythology game? Age of Mythology. Was it really? Like Age of Empires? Yeah, Age of Mythology, yeah. but it was for the DS? No, no, it was on the computer. With um, the Egyptians? Egyptians, the yeah. Norse, and the, the and, Greeks. Yeah, the yep. Egyptians. And then eventually there was I played Aya or Atlantis. That was the next one. There was Atlantis in it. Yeah, dude, I played that game like a motherfucker, bro. Oh, I still this have This game it. was so good, bro. I still have it. You still have this game? Yeah. Bro, can I download it? Honestly, it's probably worth some money because this is a pretty popular game. This was a phenomenal You can find game. it online. Go to GOG Games and download GOG Games and make an account. You know Steam? G-O-G. No, no, they literally the letters G-O-G. Dog. Gog Games. See, there it is. that's it right there. And then look up whichever game you want. Age of... Of mythology. Mythology. You, you yeah, know, Age of Empires. You know Steam. Galaxy, you know Steam, right? Yeah. This is the European Steam. This is European Steam. And they have different. Oh, they don't have Age of Mythology. Damn, Steam. Let's look, look, look up, Steam. up. Just look up Age of Mythology. Or the Steam might have it. Age of Mythology. Damn, bro, thirty bucks. I might buy it right now. I Dude, there's a twenty twenty one version. Oh, that's Age of Empires. Four. Dude, I loved this game, bro. We're having so much fun. I play this game all the fucking time. Oh, me too. I mean, my brothers play this game a lot. I think when they had, you know what? I stopped playing it when they had the uh, the desktop version. I didn't want to play it anymore. This is how I learned majority of my age, like my. my Mythology, mythology like, uh, like stories, yeah. stuff. like Greek mythology, Egyptian mythology, and Norse mythology. I learned majority of it literally through this game, and this game made me want to learn outside of the game. So when I wasn't even playing the game, I would read about Greek mythology, and Norse mythology, and Egyptian yeah. mythology, yeah, and other years. mythologies too. I started reaching into you know, like different Asian mythologies and Native Dude, American mythologies and South American like mythologies and. I want to buy this, literally right now. No, I think and then we can co-op each other. That's why I think video games are good because they stimulate they still a certain, a certain yeah. people that make these people want to learn about certain things. You know? Absolutely, bro. I totally agree with you. This reminds me so much. Oh, it downloaded. No Man's Sky downloaded. You know if that had me. I'll add, I'll add you. Anyways. Um, this is our longest podcast, I think. I don't even remember. But it's definitely up there as one of the largest, longest. I don't want to take any more of your time just because, you know, we... Uh, 
There'll be have more other lives. Though. Yeah, we have other like we. This is my first lives. feature, but Colin will be back. Yes, Colin's gonna be back for sure, bro. I'm bringing Colin back full time. Um, That's right. You heard it here. You heard it here first. Yeah. So the longest I've had is a minute twenty. And I've cut. I actually did cut this one a little bit. Not minute twenty. <clears throat> oh, a minute nineteen fifty six. And we're past. According to this timer, we're hour, past that. Hour twenty. Oh, not a minute, a minute 20. twenty. I'm an idiot. It's an hour twenty. It's an hour twenty. That's my longest podcast. Is an hour twenty. I think everybody knows that I wasn't. I hope I wasn't talking about a minute. I said minute twenty though. We're at a minute thirty-six. <laughs> an hour thirty-six. An hour thirty-six. Right now. But, um, but we'll be back. I'm going to be cutting some of this, and we'll be back, and it's actually going to be hilarious. This was a great time. I, I can't wait for you to have me back here. Time. You're allowed back all the time, bro. Yo, you just let me know when. Dude, we'll get it. We'll get it going, bro. I'm going to get like let's an actual... We'll get the uh, camera working through this next Oh, time. yeah, let's do it. All I'm right. flex this time, then. Yeah, get, get, like, get ready. I know you're... Where's the baby oil? Getting a lot of money, and you're getting... Very yoked, even hey. working out a little bit. Life is all about happiness. Life is all about getting yoked. <laughs> if all that's right. what makes you happy. Bye. So far, pimps. We'll uh, we'll see each other. We'll reconvene <laughs> later. Peace. See you, kings. See you, kings. <laughs>